0: Welcome inside the Mississippi Salute Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Coleman, and we thank you so much for joining us here on another episode. Um, we are on location, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, very excited for the, for the guests that we have for you. Uh, before we get into that, you know I have to plug our social media, our website for those services uh, that, that you have earned and that are available for you as a veteran or a family member of a veteran. Mississippi Veterans Affairs, the website is msva.ms.gov. That is how you can find us uh, on social media, on Facebook, that is at MS Veterans Affairs, same for Instagram, and on Twitter or X, however you, you like to call it nowadays, uh, that's going to be at MS Vet Affairs. There you can find all of our services. We're always updating information on things that are relevant to you and your family. So be sure to follow us on all of those social media platforms. Um, and yeah, just thank you again for tuning in. So I am joined today uh, by a very special guest. And I know I say that every week, but this week is uh, no different. I am joined by a Mr. Jack Winstead. Jack heads the Friends of Mississippi Veterans. That is a nonprofit group. Um, and, and and I'll let him get into the official Uh, meaning of this group but I just want to tell you from from my standpoint as a team member at Mississippi VA they are our number one supporter for Mississippi veterans in terms of our veterans homes the memorial cemeteries that we own and operate uh, through the state level since I've been here as as a team member of Mississippi VA the number one supporter of our agency and our veterans and so Mr. Winstead I thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today.
1: It's an honor to be here Yes, yes, and listen.
0: Where we are today is an honor as well. Uh, we are here, at Providence Hill, um, in in Hines County. And folks, if you've never been here before, you should you should try your best to visit. Uh, today we are we are here uh, having fun. It's, it's a sporting clay's event, an annual event that Friends of Mississippi Veterans puts on. All of the proceeds, y'all, and I mean all of it goes directly to Mississippi veterans. Uh, to, to, to support our veterans' homes and our cemeteries. I'm not going to take all of that, though. I want to give it to Mr. Winstead so he can first and foremost explain how we got to this point. I just wanted to kind of paint the picture, though, uh, before we got into it of where we are. It's a beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky. I'm looking at acres upon acres of of, of lakefront. Um, you may hear some gunshots in the background because <laughs> of the sporting clays. Uh, but, Mr. Winstead, But before we get into today, I would like for you to just give folks an idea of how Friends of Mississippi Veterans came about. Uh, how did it come about? When did it come about? And, and why?
1: It was in the year, I believe, of 2007, uh, I was having lunch with some people and they mentioned about Friends of, of Veterans Affairs had the, would have the opportunity for some veteran, a veteran Cemetery in Mississippi. But the catch was that someone had to donate, provide 75 acres of land. Mm. It was my understanding that the money was available at federal level to construct the cemetery, but it could not be used to purchase land. Mm. I had three, there was three members of that Veterans Affairs Board at that time that were friends I'd known for many years. And uh, I guess they thought maybe I had some contacts that might happen. They asked me to head up a committee to attempt to, Locate 75 acres of land that could be would be donated. And we began looking. At that time, I was living in Newton County and began to look. And we kind of wanted to be somewhere along in a state 20 between Brandon and Meridian. Sure. Uh, so we began to look. And uh, 75 acres of land, you know, was pretty hard to find. Then it dawned on me that Mississippi State University has an agriculture and forestry research center just on the east side of Newton. And I was aware that they had discontinued some of their research work. And I thought, well, you know, there might be some surplus property there. Nobody likes to admit their land is surplus, but (laughs) land that could be used for another good use. Sure, sure. So we began to explore this. And uh, uh, I had direct contact with Dr. Fogelsong, who was president of Mississippi State at that time, and a military man. And, he f- and let him know of our interest, and he t- he gave us the go-ahead to s- locate it see how it would work out. Wow. And we did, and then we asked our local senators and representatives in state legislature to meet with us on the site and talk about it because it would require legislative t- approval to transfer that 75 acres from Mississippi State University to the Veterans Affairs Board. Yeah. But they supported it, and we went with them to the legislature and got the land— started out to be 75 acres. Actually, we wound up doing 86 acres. Wow. It uh, It joins Interstate 20 yes. on the south side and goes all the way down into Highway 80. Yeah. The entrance to it goes in from Highway 80. So we were very successful in getting legislative support to transfer this over. And so the land was now available, and application could be made to— Veterans Affairs in Washington for the money to construct the site, and mm-hmm. we thought we had completed our job. So, uh, soon after that, they asked me to come over and meet with the Veterans Affairs Board, and uh, they, they said, you know, for us to do this, we need somebody to do some legwork for us, and would you, would you consider serving on a committee to uh, be our contact? And from there, we formed Friends of Mississippi Veterans, a nonprofit organization. We have a nine-member board scattered throughout the state of Mississippi. Yeah. Many of those board members are still on. And we were able, like I say, to get the land transferred over. But they said, well, there's some needs that we have that we can't spend federal or state money. Uh, could you all help us raise some money? So we. We were ready to go home feeling good about getting the land, and we got another assignment. <laughs> but with that assignment, we began to work on, and we came up with the idea of raising money. The tower that's at that location now, mm-hmm. which is a very modern with all sophisticated equipment, was paid for by friends of Mississippi veterans of what people donated. Yeah, And later we had an opportunity. They looked at North Mississippi, and so the one he gets. we worked out as a front Group on getting that land transferred from Montgomery County to the yeah. friends of, to the Veterans Affairs Board. Yeah. So I'll let you ask me a question, but that's kind of <laughs> no, where this we is got good. to that point. This is good. Listen, and 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 for the
0: folks who who tune into every episode, thank you. By the way, um, you've heard me talk about our our. our veterans memorial cemetery program well you just got the origin um so if you've ever visited our location if you have a loved one buried there um mr winstead literally was at the forefront of making sure that our heroes our veterans in mississippi have a final resting place where they will be taken care of into perpetuity forever um and so i'm so glad you gave us that backstory because it oh, yeah. matters it matters as, as we talk about this um now we move forward. You said it started off, we're just trying to find land. And out of that, we got two memorial cemeteries. But you didn't stop there. You, you, you made it a point to continue to find a way to serve Mississippi's veterans. Um, and like I said, I've been with the agency now since 2020. And immediately I saw the impact of something as simple as folks getting Christmas gifts, you know, regardless right. if, if their family member gives right. them something mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. Um, a pair of glasses, socks, yeah. T-shirts, blankets, um, reads across America, your, your 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 reach, your outreach to Mississippi's veterans and supporting our agency, um, where did that passion come from to continue uh, the all right.
1: mission? All right, let me back up just a moment. Please. After we secured the land and Washington approved it, uh, we actually worked up the application for that, and it was submitted, they approved it, and- Some of the Washington staff came down and met. I was fortunate enough The Veterans Affairs Board invited me to sit in on the planning committee, and we stressed the fact that um, we wanted the very finest cemetery we could have, and that we would raise local money to do some things that you couldn't use federal and state funds for, and that's Mm -hmm. where the towers and other things came into being, but uh, uh, you know soon after that we, uh, we started got it constructed and started having barrels there and wreaths across America was a very small thing in Mississippi mm-hmm. but there was a lady over near Meridian that had been taking care of that and she came to us and she said all these veterans being buried out here I don't have the resources or the people to handle that program would French Mississippi veterans consider taking over that project and so Within a year or two after the cemetery was constructed, we agreed to that. And each December, we purchase, order, and purchase live Christmas wreaths, not only for the Newton Cemetery, but That's to right. Kim right. We have this year's order, which we'll be doing this December, is something over 1,600 wreaths that we are paying for right. and providing. And we help recruit people and work with the families on the ceremonies to actually go out and do it. So this is something we're very proud of. Yeah. Uh, and we then we looked and we found out that the veterans in the nursing homes, which are the four homes at that time, and probably five, 600 residents, uh, some of them had outlived their friends and families. Mm-hmm. And they were not, some of them didn't, wasn't getting any visits. So we came up with the idea of, during Veterans Week of November each year, we would make a personal visit to home. and. If the veteran was able to do it, we would visit them, shake their hands, thank them for the service, and give them a small gift. I love it. And this meant a lot to some of those that had not even had a birthday card. Mm. So that led us there. So those things were fairly, insigne- uh, cost-wise, fairly easy. You go- we were operating on a forty or $50,000 budget doing this. Well, then a few years later— Uh, I'll have to give Veterans Affairs Board credit for having a vision of needs, but they also knew they had to have some help to do it. Uh, During the pandemic, when the virus hit, uh the nursing homes were constructed for people to go into them and visit in there small rooms. So we had people there that for a year or alone so without a visitor and someone approached this idea of a pavilion at each of those nursing homes where you could go and visit your family outdoor, have a picnic with them or things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we estimated the cost of those uh, the one one of them already was there, three of them, It was going to cost about $200,000. And we set a goal to do one per year. But I told my board then, I said, we can't just go out here and keep begging for money. we got to come up with a system. And one of the board members came up with the idea of a skeet shoot, Mm. which we're having here today. Right now. The skeet shoot, this is our fifth one. It is. It's been very successful. A lot of fun, too. And a lot of fun. And made many new friends. Yeah. And then the following year... They said, "Well, there's a golf course right down the road here. Why don't we have a golf tournament, golf classic?" Yesterday we had our fourth golf classic, <laughs> and now we're operating on a budget of close to one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, wow. and that money, and very little of that is used in house. That's it right. Goes. We paid. We spent two hundred thousand dollars for those pavilions, and the, I, we went to the Veterans Affairs Board and said, "What's your next priority?" We can raise money, but we want to have a project. We want to know what it's for.
0: So, which brings me to my next point. And, and if you're if you uh, joining us once again, uh, here with Mr. Jack Winstead, the head of Friends of Mississippi Veterans, uh, like I said, the number one supporter of our agency and Mississippi veterans overall. Um, the thing that, that always impresses me about you and the rest of the board members at Friends of Mississippi Veterans, every time you complete one thing, Y'all immediately come back and say, now what else can we do? What else can we do? And then the need became transportation. Yeah. Um, and and not only did you all say, well, let us help you find a solution, you found a solution and provided the solution. Go ahead and talk about all that right. a little bit.
1: Skeet, shooting, golf tournaments has is, is proven to be a very successful way of raising, of raising funds. Yes. But as I told our board... We can raise money, but we don't want to raise money unless we have a project. I don't, I don't want to raise money unless there's some, we know what we're going to do with it. Sure. And the Veterans Affairs Board talked to us, the staff there, about the condition of the transport vehicles they had to transport the patients. Hey, that many patients, somebody's going to the doctor almost every day or more. Absolutely. And they did not have a decent vehicle. Affairs. Person was in a wheelchair. How do you handle that wheelchair? And they proposed that to us that of getting a handicapped equipped van, and w- we took that as our number one project. Yeah. And uh, this van sitting out here, people can see today, was purchased and given to the Collins VA Nursing Home last spring. Mm-hmm. Fully equipped, ramps, lift on lift, hydraulic lifts. Uh, it's safe. It's mobile. It's, it's fancy now. That's and, for sure. So we we bought and paid for that. Well, when we people see that, I, some of the people here today are going to make extra donations because they saw that mm-hmm. we have it here on display. So our we have already ordered the second van. Uh, it takes several months to get those especially made, right? Uh, and they're, they're going to cost us probably sixty-five to seventy thousand dollars per vehicle. But we have the second one on order. And if we do as well as I think we're going to this week, this week I, I think we probably can go ahead and order the third. Yeah. What makes us feel good, rather than telling those uh, veterans at nursing home, well, we'll get you a, a new van, but it'll be three years, four years from now. We say we, we're going to give you one this year this yeah. one next. I hope within another year we can have all five of those purchased. We have the four-versus nursing home. We'll have the new one at Biloxi. So we actually need five via, uh, handicap equipment. Yeah. And, uh, like I say, we've got to have the second one order. I'm confident that we'll, we'll reach that within the next 18 to 20, 18 to 20 months. So again, we're here at
0: Providence Hill. You hear the, uh, gunshots in the background, uh, the fifth annual sporting clays, uh, competition brought to you by friends of Mississippi veterans benefiting, uh, Mississippi veterans affairs and our four veterans homes and the two Memorial cemeteries. Um, you know, Mr. Winston, I've known you for a few years now. I've never asked you how old you are, and I'm only asking you for for the follow-up question. How old are you, sir?
1: I'm 86 years
0: old. 86. Now, only the only reason I asked that is because of this follow-up question. You've been doing this for quite a while. Why and how do you have the the passion? Why do you still have the passion to get out here every day to fundraise, to organize, to plan? For men and women, sir, that, honestly, you can't even meet all of them because we're constantly having new veterans come into our homes, be buried. So most of these men and women you've never even had a chance to meet. Why is it so important to you to continue to serve Mississippi's veterans?
1: Uh, you have to bear with me. I get emotional on this. <laughs> I understand. Take uh, your time. I served in the Mississippi Air National Guard at Meridian, Mississippi, and it was a great experience. But I served there because I was going to get drafted. And uh, I served my six years, and I met my requirement. I was never on active duty, yeah. Uh, but it was a great experience. So I, I'm not going to benefit, as far as being able to use these facilities. I'm not eligible. I'm not. I don't want somebody to think I'm a veteran that's doing this for jack. <laughs> um, but I, I look at our, our older veterans, and we, are we, World War II veterans. We talk about yes. that, hey, we got Vietnam veterans and all that are getting older. Korean War veterans, yes uh, sir. I had a uh, two older brothers in World War Two. Yeah. Uh, my father-in-law was in World War Two, so just their memories. Yeah. It's an, if they were here today, I would want them to be able to have the same things we're trying to provide. I love in that. Transportation and homes. I love that. So, uh, but on the yeah. other hand, we've got young people. We had a, I had a grandson serving in Afghanistan a few years ago. Hey, if something happened to him. There's some people in your nursing homes that yes, are sir. very young. You think about That's right. Some of them may be there for many years. Mm-hmm. The young lady that we recognize today that was killed in battle when she was 22 years old, suppose she had had, a, had survived and had a lifetime crippling. She might have spent 50 or 60 years in a nursing home. So uh. we've got to be prepared. We've got a. Almost everybody that serves in the National Guard now. serves at active duty at one time or another. Right. So we're increasing, and I'm glad we can do it. We're we're increasing our number of younger veterans, and uh, we we got to look at it a little different. And we got to maybe help plan some facilities uh, more so than just uh, playing dominoes and playing Monopoly. Uh, you know, there's things that we may need to be planning. For those younger veterans, yeah. they're they're there, and they they're, they've got uh, physical ailments where they probably maybe the rest of their life. But uh, so our board takes that. We want to do what we can to make it the very best for those veterans. And down the road, there may be some new projects to come on the horizon. Yeah. We had no idea when we started this, we'd be buying vans for nursing homes. But uh, down the road, the Veterans Affairs Board may deter- find that there's another need there. That they they don't have adequate funds for, yeah. and then we'll take it and we we'll say, well, we'll look at it and we'll we'll try to raise money for it.
0: I, I can't tell you know we, we're talking about some of the the bigger projects. Listen, they bought big screen TVs for our homes because, as you might imagine, our older veterans uh, their, their their sight, their vision may be you know decreasing. So we've through Mississippi Veterans Affairs, they have bought us big screen TVs for each home. We've we've thrown countless parties thanks to Mississippi, excuse me, Friends of Mississippi Veterans. Um, the, the accomplishments of this organization are countless. Um, the people who come through and support on behalf of Friends of Mississippi Veterans are too many to name, um, but it just goes to show The mission that you all have put in place Um, personally I'd like to say thank you for that Um, you mentioned a little bit about what's next I I, I love your answer I don't know what's next but uh, whatever is needed that's what's next Um, Mr. Winstead I know this is always my last question and it's always Uh, the, the, the toughest anything that I asked that I didn't ask you that you want to talk about sir the floor is yours and I mean anything you go for it
1: well I want to go back to a point you made about the televisions yeah uh huh To show you the heart of the people, I have a neighbor, a friend, who is a successful businessman here, and he has always sponsored a team in the skeet shoot and the golf tournament and added some money just as a general sponsorship. Mm -hmm. And I, each year after these events over, those people that I have asked to, I send them a text or email one and tell them what we use that money for. I I just feel I I want them to know what we – and I sent that to this gentleman – And I said, uh, here's what we used it for. The next project we're going to be looking at is buying large screen TVs for the four VA homes. We want to put two in each cafeteria. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Within three days, I got a note back from him and said, Jack, y'all have got other things to spend your money on. Let me take care of the televisions. This businessman actually bought and had delivered eight 85-inch TVs to Jackson for y'all to take and That's put in fact. each of the homes.
0: I've seen them. Like, they're like mini-movie screens in the in That the man did
1: is totally over and above. each day is sponsoring teams mm-hmm. in the Skeet, shoot and the Classic yeah. and probably will donate some beyond it. He doesn't want a lot of recognition, doesn't say a lot about it. Yeah. He is just as dedicated. He doesn't have as much time to devote to it as I do. I'm, right. a, I'm retired. He's still very busy, but he will probably be at my house tonight with a check after this day's over because he, he'll come by and want to know what else can he do.
0: Veterans have all kinds of support here in Mississippi. is one of the things that makes our state so great. It really is. Um, we can disagree on certain things in this life. But in Mississippi, we support our veterans. That is a fact of life. And nobody, and I mean nobody, does it better than Friends of Mississippi Veterans. Um, they're on social media as well. Search for them on Facebook, Friends of Mississippi Veterans. Uh, you can go to their website as well. They have great information, great stories on their website, too, of, um, of, of prominent, notable, uh, everyday veterans um, that have served this nation, this great state. Uh, Mr. Winstead, Jack Winstead head of Friends of Mississippi Veterans, here on the Mississippi Salute Podcast, sir. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today.
1: Thank you. I enjoyed it, and don't mind contacting me if you...
0: If happy. You're the man. You're the man. Once again, Jack Winstead, friends of Mississippi Veterans. And once again, uh, any services that you need, uh, please visit our website, msva.ms.gov. Follow us on social media at MS Veterans Affairs on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter at MSVetAffairs. Once again, I'm Ray Coleman, Director of Communications for Mississippi Veterans Affairs. And thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Until next time, we'll see you.